Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about people working on a coding project. So let's get into it. So the question in question was, Frederick, how do I evaluate how many people are needed for a coding project? Excellent question. Um, so for me, it's pretty simple really. Uh, because I know how to write software and I know all the things that I need to know in order to deliver on well I would say most of the standard web stuff at the very least and so I know roughly I have developed the gut feeling of someone who's done this a few times so I sort of know how many people that you need and I, depending on the size of the project it might be very easy to do so and it might be very 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 difficult if it's like an entire department of people you're going i mean if the coding project is like yeah we're gonna do this big gigantic enterprise system type of thing whole different story much 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 uh, harder uh, but the way that you evaluate it is first and foremost to understand something that is very important and that is that it's not always down to how many people you need it's down to two things what type of people are you using and how many people can you have on any given task at any given moment that is what's very important so the way that I usually solve this is that I create a topologi topological sort of all the features that I'm gonna build in my project and this is where waterfall is very dangerous usually and where agile is usually in my opinion a more eff effective way of working at least the MVP style where you if you're gonna estimate how many people it's usually easier to just take a small piece of the system if it's a big system and start going through the feature just map it out uh, you're gonna have these things and these things and these things and these things it can just be I mean it can even be like a single page or something simple as that uh, just or like a small part of the entire application that you're building right and uh, just start there because by just going through that part you're going to get an initial list of these are the sorts of talents or like people engineers that I'm gonna need or the sort of people that I'm gonna need in order to deliver on this and then you have to do budget to checks and so forth the core part of getting this right is that you need to know what it means to ship software if you have no way of knowing that you're gonna have to find yourself somebody who knows that for me it's basic 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 stuff because I do it every day uh, with my coworkers, and I this is like I've done it for year, for a few years now so for me I know that well if let's say I have a purchasing flow or something like that well I know that I'm gonna need at least one two um, at the bare minimum I'm gonna need two developers because code reviewing and like quality checks and so forth becomes a lot easier if you have two people because otherwise I mean you don't really want one single person to just work on all the things alone <coughs> it's bad for morale it's bad for the code etc etc but I mean if you don't have the budget or you can't find people you can't and that's all I'm gonna say about that Anywho, so I'm now I need at least two people so either a front-end developer and a back-end developer or ideally two full-stack developers for these if it's just like a small piece of the system or as a small project or something like that and then I need to make sure that the people that I hire if that's all I'm gonna hire have an understanding of you know what are 
delivery processes like what seniority is do do i um, do they require etc etc do i need ops people or do we are we doing something small etc etc i need to look at the holistic picture everything from from the point where we start up until we deliver and we need to maintain and host the thing and i do that for just one feature that gives me a ballpark of well, I get the first initial draft of the, the people who I'm going to need because that key thing in the beginning is not how many people do I need. I need to ask what type of people do I need to do this. And then I have a talk uh, with whoever is going to, you know, well, pay for this, basically, the coding project. And I tell them that, yeah, this is sort of the minimum for this specific feature. And then we have an open dialogue about their value systems and so forth, because you have to always think about budgets and so forth. Because if you have, I mean, you you would not ask about how many people do you need for a coding project if you don't have a budget or something like that, because then you would just mass hire, like in, you would just start a hiring, like a continuous hiring process. And you don't might not think that that is the case, guys, but guys, there are companies who are, have so much money that they just have an open door policy. If you can't find a software developer who is worthy or gets through like the pipeline, they're going to hire you and they're going to find you a job because they're so gigantic that there's always work somewhere. For us normal mortals, that might not be the case. You want to figure out exactly how many people you need because reasons. And by doing that, I do that a few times depending on the size of the project because I'm a big believer in that any planning for anything in software should always start with the process. The process is everything. If you are able to look at, because that's sort of what the computer is supposed to do for you, it's supposed to simplify a process or a need that you have. And I prefer to take process by process uh, rather than try to figure out the, the entire thing up front because I find that that is always and it always ends with this is the waterfall problem it always ends with you with oversights always 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 when things get too gen generic or too large in scope it's practically impossible for you to know exactly what you need and that's why I feel to uh, slicing down the problem in smaller feet in like just concrete features is going to give you a better holistic picture than anything else so after I did the planning for the first feature I do the next feature I do exactly the same thing I go through okay how is this gonna work okay this is how it's gonna work I'm gonna need these people these people or it might be just you know the exact same problem as before and then it's sort of like you know you're like sort of taking this gigantic log thing right that is the whole system and then you just make one plank and then another plank and then a third plank and you try to cut the different parts of the log so that you can see if there's any rot or like something unforeseen somewhere in there and by doing that just a few times maybe three four five times you have about five features depending on how large the project is you're going to get a ballpark park of the types of talents you're going to need the types of people you're going to need for like most of the project basically and then you're going to get a ballpark number of how many people you need for the this amount of work roughly and then you take, take a look at the size of those features and that gives you a gut feeling of all right if i need about these amounts of people and so forth for this amount of work I'm going to need long term this amount of people and what's beautiful about that is that uh, 
the idea for a lot of people is that you need to hire all these people up front. No, you don't need to do that. It's more sustainable for you to start thinking about a roadmap where you slice up the project in smaller chunks, hire the right person so that you can start start working at uh, like whatever pace they are able to produce at the level that they are and then hire people and like fill up the like your headcount as you go along and just continues that continue that process uh, I found that to be the most effective way to f evaluate how many people I need for a coding project because then I know for the fact that I will be able to ship some parts of the system because it's easy for me to figure out how many people I need for that and then I can add more people as I go along and I can also of course remove people but at the very least I will ship something of value and that is the essence of lean or agile and so forth. So what I want you to take away from this is that the way that I know how many people I need is that I have done the work myself. Uh, I don't know how many times now. I've lost count. And uh, the way that uh, I apply it is basically that I view a project in like this big gigantic uh, log type of thing and you just slice it down into planks and each plank is a feature. Create, uh, take the time to learn how to do one feature. Just map it out, plan it out, design it with artboards and everything, and then take a look. Okay, these are the things we're going to need. Uh, these are the needs of the stakeholders, functional requirements, quality requirements, etc., etc. And then you kind of, all right, I need at least two developers, I need three developers, etc., etc whatever I need right and then there's a time budget of course as well and I might need a QA or I may not I may need a product owner I may not etc etc and you do that with a few planks or a few features and then after doing it a few times when different parts of the log or like the project scope you will start to see a pattern in the sort of people that you need and you get a ball count ball, ball you know a rough number of how many you will need for this m amount of work within the entire system and then you can estimate practically how many you need for the entire system. This works really really well. I've found it to always to almost always work a little better than trying to, you know, look at take the eagle eyes perspective every time in especially if it's a large system because it you're you're going to sit for for like months in planning if you're going to estimate the entire damn system if it's like a big corporate system. For a smaller system if it's like a single application or something like that, it's much much easier because then you mean the amount of estimation you have to do is almost equal to one feature uh, in one of those large super systems. Have a great day.